your best chance at influencing the same human beings and your media growing in efficiency like a snowball and getting more and more impactful over time is to pick the same audience that comes back to the same program every day. This is for your core. I'm not saying you can't buy certain things outside of this at certain times. Thank you for that nuance. Yep. Yes, that's always a, that. that is a nuance, right? But you want to buy the same, think think something really boring, the same you know, 12 p.m. news program every day. Exactly. Welcome to the Maven Marketing Podcast. Today is Maven Monday. I'm your host, Brandon Welch, and I'm joined by my co-host, Megan Ellis, a.k.a. The Mago Mom. Mm-hmm. This is Megan's first podcast with us. Megan, are we making you nervous? <laughs> uh, no, but thank no. you so much for having me. Seriously, though, this is not your first time Mm-mm. in show business, is it? No. No, many, many moons ago, I spent a lot of time on stage doing musicals in my early 20s. You've done a few uh, commercials as well, too. A few. Maybe for a local convenience <laughs> store or something like that. Okay. Uh, so, this is obviously show business, so yes. what what, uh, what could go wrong? So right. uh, this is also the place where we answer your real-life marketing mm-hmm. questions to help you eliminate waste in advertising, grow your business, and achieve the, the big, big dream. dream. The big dream. Mm-hmm. Megan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. And we are talking about our big dreamers as it relates to media in 2024. Mm-hmm. Uh, why are you here today? What is the question that you seek to answer? Our question of the week comes from every business owner in America. It is, how do I get the very best deal on advertising next year in 2024? The best deal on advertising mm-hmm. in 2024? Right. The best deal. Mm-hmm. And why might you be qualified to speak on how to get the best deal? What do you do around here? <laughs> well, I try to get our clients the very best deal possible. She tries and she succeeds. I've never seen her miss. Uh, Megan has negotiated and audited and managed tens of millions of dollars in advertising. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've had the awesome fun of working together for over a decade. And I first admired Megan's craft uh, just kind of early in my career, definitely early in the, both of our careers. And um, she has this undying sense of frugality and like, <laughs> does that sound familiar? I'm cheap. <laughs> I'm cheap, guys. Uh, and it's, it's a fancy way to say cheap. Um, and scrutiny, like, yeah. why should I buy this? It didn't matter if it's a pair of shoes or like a million dollar advertising budget. Mm-hmm. When it comes to other people's money, I've seen her hundreds of times treat it just like her own. She's always asking, why should I spend that? Wait, mm-hmm. why does it cost that? Mm-hmm. And so uh, her curiosity and her tenacity uh, and then that experience of buying and gosh, well over 30 mm-hmm. markets that I can think of our clients and uh, many others over the years. Um, she's someone you definitely need to know when it comes to getting the best deal. And so she is a chief media buyer on our team and a marketing consultant, and I'm just glad to have her here today. So um, just answer the question for us and get it out of the way. Mm-hmm. How do people get the best deal on advertising? Well, first I want to say thank you for saying all those super kind things about me. You are amazing. I appreciate all that. Um, this is something that I you don't... You hear that Nate the camera guy? <laughs> I don't take this this job lightly because like you said, this is... These are small business owners and they're spending a lot of money and they're trusting me to make the right Mm. choice and to, you know, manage all of this money. And so I take it very seriously. And so today, while we're talking about this topic, I just want to separate into two different categories. One is how to negotiate upfront. And then the other is how to manage while you're spending. 
negotiate up front mm-hmm. and manage while you're spending. I'm glad yes. you said that because there really are two sides to media buying. I've been on the both sides of the equation, buying, right. selling, and then actually as the advertiser. So the yeah. third person, right? We've mm-hmm. been agency and then our, we grew up selling ads. And I think what a lot of people think they're getting the best deal, like what's the best deal? They're thinking the cheapest or the cheapest cost per ad or mm-hmm. how much, how little can I spend to get a result? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's important to break down that um, what we are buying and why. Mm-hmm. Um, so you mentioned the first is the negotiation process. Yes. Uh, tell us what that means to you and okay. maybe to our method here. Okay. Yeah. So the negotiating process, it is, it's tough because here's the thing, as you and I both know, every single media has an audience. They all mm. do. Whether it's the smallest radio station in the smallest, you know, town in America or the mm. biggest, every single place has listeners. And so yes. we know that we know that already. So we put a ton of effort into selecting the very right media partner for mm. the business in each market. When you say partner, mm-hmm. what are you what are you talking about? I'm talking about the station that we choose to work with, the station that we choose to place our, you know, television ads on or radio ads on. Mm-hmm. We typically go with one. I'll, we'll talk more about that later on. But mm. um, we we uh, want to get it right the first time. You know, yeah. and so we spend a lot of time figuring that out, and uh, yeah, you know, when we're talking about things like TV, radio, billboards, we're trying to earn that tomorrow customer, mm. like you talk about in the, Maven. the tomorrow customer. Where in the world do you read about that? There's a little <laughs> Maven method. So, yeah. um, you know, a couple of reminders from the best tomorrow marketing strategies. I kind of want to go over some mm. of those if I can. Uh, we're looking to buy the biggest group of people that we can afford to reach daily. Yeah. So you want to expand two, on that? two key words. Biggest group is one. Everybody thinks, oh yeah, big yeah. audience. I get that. But afford to reach daily. Daily. Yeah. So sometimes there's a much bigger group than you can afford to reach often enough mm-hmm. to build that influence. Mm-hmm. And so when we're talking about tomorrow customers, we're mm-hmm. we're building this snowball effect that people know, like, and trust you before the sale. Mm-hmm. And to do that, um, in most categories, that takes consistency over time. Unless you're selling like cheeseburgers or right. an event or a concert or something. People are going to take a while to make a decision to buy a new washing machine mm-hmm. or a new roof mm-hmm. or select an attorney or choose medical providers. Mm-hmm. And, and, and yeah. that's just it because we are trying to be known, liked, and trusted yes. with the same, you know, the same person day Absolutely. after day. And yeah. so if you're anything like me, you try to sleep every night, you forget, you've got a million things mm. going on. That's why it's important to show up consistently. The, and then that. So the biggest stations in town will often come in and say, we're the biggest and best right? and give us your money. And you're like, well, I was, I can only afford to be on a couple few times a week Absolutely. or random places. And it's very important as a foundational, like before we talk about negotiating, mm-hmm. I think your goal um, above all is to reach them at, at an appropriate amount of frequency. Mm-hmm. And then from there, the biggest audience you can afford to do that. with, Right. right? Absolutely. Um, so, you know. Like he said, that that requires consistency. And that's one of these other things is that we really, 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 we really prefer to buy 52-week schedules. That means Mm. every single week of the year. What about if it's Christmas? Even if it's Christmas. What about if it's Valentine's Day? Even if it's Valentine's Day. What about if it's snowing? Especially if it's snowing. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I mean, for sure, if it's snowing. Why? You want to be, well, it's just important to be there every single day. People but are inside, right? Also, More people, people are inside. inside. Yeah. You would buy whether it's middle of summer, middle of winter. Right. And that consistency showing up with those people mm-hmm. paired with a good message, mm-hmm. um, paired with a good brand personality, which mm-hmm. we've all done mm-hmm. great episodes on. You should check them out. We'll put mm-hmm. them in the link in the comments. Yeah. That builds this familiarity factor that people know and like you and trust you mm-hmm. long before they 
have the washing machine break and go, holy smokes, I need a washing machine. Right. So, right. Right. So that means that, you know, before we buy uh, these audiences, we are extremely clear on our business strategy mm-hmm. and the message. All of the best media buying in the world, it won't save a bad strategy or a poor message. Mm. Um, yeah. So get your strategy right, get your message right, mm-hmm. and then buy the media. Mm-hmm. That is foundational to the Maven Method. You guys mm-hmm. know, if you've listened to this podcast for more than a minute, you know that that's mm-hmm. the process and the order. But now we've got an awesome strategy. We know our business outcomes. We have spent time obsessing over the human beings and what they need to have in their life and how we need to speak to them. Now it's time to buy the media. So give us your like just down and dirty tips um, for negotiating that best rate and that best schedule. Okay. So like I said, the goal is to negotiate, find the best partner or partners that you can commit to Mm. long-term. It's not jumping around monthly to buy the cheapest spot or anything like that. Mm. So we're going to negotiate based on the size of the audience and what we have to pay for that size of audience. So we measure that in actually two in two different numbers. There's one is the uh, cost per rating point, mm-hmm. and then the other is the cost per thousands of people, cost per thousand. Okay. Let's break that down for a second. Okay. Um, the average person probably doesn't know what a rating point is. We probably sure. hear that, ooh, it's got highest rated show or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, really quickly, just to demystify that, one rating point is one percentage of the audience you're talking about. Mm-hmm. So if it's adults 35 to 64... If the program scored a one rating, that means that 1% of all of the 35 to 64-year-olds in that area watched it, an mm-hmm. audience of that size. Mm-hmm. It's measuring essentially the same thing as thousands of people. It's just thousands are easier to talk about because we know the number of thousand people. We can imagine that. Mm-hmm. So cost per thousand is just a different way to divide out that audience. Mm-hmm. Um, for the sake of this episode and just for simplicity, you can ask your station, uh, whoever's trying to sell you advertising, to give you an either form of measurement. Um, and both and both like they're really measuring the same thing. It's just the amount of people, but, Mm -hmm. um, ask for how many thousands of people watch that program. And so it's just a basic measure of efficiency. You're dividing what you had to pay versus how many thousands of people are watching it. Exactly. Right. Exactly. So what you're going to want to do first in the negotiating process, if you're Mm going to embark on this journey is you want to request the same information from all stations. Mm. That's really, really important because mm. you're dealing with salespeople and salespeople are really good at showing, you know. Yeah, the best strengths of their product. Exactly. God bless them for doing that. Exactly. Right? Um, yeah, that's that's their job. And so mm-hmm. you're asking for a consistent, hey, I want last year's, I want to take the whole year of rating measurement. I want you to tell me how many thousands of people on average watch these programs mm-hmm. per exposure. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to divide that by the cost you're going to pay me this year, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Is that, right. is that fair? That's exactly it. So you're getting those. They'll be on all different sorts of like looking paper, but you're getting down to that. What is the cost per thousand of this program? That's a really good way to measure what you're getting. Yes. Always look at cost per thousand. Yeah. You want to request the same information from the same stations. That requires the number of people each station reaches at different hours or programs of the day. Mm-hmm. And every every hour has a different size yes. audience. Yes, it certain does. Certain programs pull big audiences. Mm-hmm. Certain programs pull small audiences. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the cost to run a spot mm-hmm. at those times of the day or in those programs of the yeah. day. If it's radio, obviously six to nine a.m. People are driving to work. That's a bigger audience time, right? Middle of the day. Yep. And most stations, exactly. less. Drive time. Mm-hmm. So you're saying in those same hours, you can ask, they're, they're called standard day parts. So just ask the station rep for CPM for the standard day part. And then they'll give you, okay, here's six to nine, what our cost per unit is. Here's, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. 10 to two. And, you know, there's different um, ranges, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So ton of nerdy stuff we could go in there. 
Um, but for the average business owner, you're just printing out every program and saying, what am I paying here? Because here's, here's the real danger. If you're going, Ooh, you know, this station is charging a thousand dollars for a spot or a thousand dollars a week on the radio station or whatever. And you're going, dang, that sounds expensive. That's outrageous. Right. Mm-hmm. But you might learn that that thousand dollars buys you exposure to a hundred thousand people. Mm-hmm. And you might, another station might be going, well, we'll sell it to you for 200. And you're thinking that's an awesome rate. Right. Well, that's a lot better than a thousand, but you might learn that that station is only reaching 10,000 people for that $200. So in the $1,000 spot example, you were paying $10 cost per thousand. cost you $10 to reach 1,000 people, essentially. And the other, quote unquote, cheaper rate, you're paying $20 cost per thousand. So you'd be paying double to reach the same amount of people. Mm -hmm. And so that's that balance part. Um, Some budgets just aren't going to be able to afford that $1,000 spot three times a week for 52 weeks. So you... You start there, but then you go back to say, can I fit the frequency goals? Can I be on, uh, which we're going to talk about in just a second. Yeah. Um, but uh, key is measure it against the thousands of people. Media in general is a commodity. Mm-hmm. So um, mm-hmm. how many people are watching and what do I have to pay to reach those people per person? Yep. Uh, so when you're doing the math, you're also balancing how many times you can afford to be in front of this audience. Like you said, the minimums you want to stick to. So I'm going to mm-hmm. give you some numbers. Okay. Um. Here's a couple of ways that I stay in the parameters of what I'm trying to work with yes. here. No less than three times per week in one program on TV. Okay. So let's just stop. That was a just big statement. That's a big statement. That's a big statement. But, <laughs> um, quick foundational thing on in, in TV. If your goal is to become well-known, liked, and trusted right. and build the most rapport with an audience, you generally want to be buying the same programs. It sounds fun and fancy to jump around and be on maybe, you know, the 6 Ooh, a.m. I'm on news HGTV this morning. Today, yeah, and HGTV today, and then you know, uh, True TV tomorrow, tomorrow night. And yeah, we have this like, like as advertisers, we get excited because it feels like we're going to be everywhere, right? Right. But really, um, your best chance at influencing the same human beings and your media growing in efficiency, like a snowball, and getting more and more impactful over time, is to pick the same audience that comes back to the same program every day. This is for your core. I'm not saying you can't buy. Certain things outside of this at certain times. Thank you for but, that nuance. Yep. Yes, that's always a, that. that is a nuance, right? <laughs> but you want to buy the same, think think something really boring, the same you know, 12 p.m. news program every day. Exactly. Or the same 5 p.m. news program every day. And to start out, you pick your most efficient program or the one you think is going to fit your audience the best. And you go, okay, um, minimum three times per week times 52 weeks, and then multiply that times the rate you have to pay. Mm-hmm. And that's your... That's what you're paying to be in that program. Mm-hmm. If you got budget left over, probably add spots four and five to that same program, mm-hmm. or at least up to the four point, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And then you're saying, after I've got that filled, do I have money left over? Cool. Mm-hmm. I'll pick my next program yep. versus trying to be all over the place. And a lot of media reps um, with really good intentions um, build these really complex schedules that are like, you know, one week here, one week here, because I think it makes you feel like you're in a lot of places. But the truth is you're not, because if you're not in front of people... The average person sees 5,000 ads per day, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not in front of them daily or at least mm-hmm. every other day, mm-hmm. you're not building that sticky factor. So. And the cool thing is, is you know, people tend to be creatures of habit. Mm. So you're driving by the same billboards. You're listening to the same mm-hmm. radio station. You're watching the same, you know, mm. news program. You're consuming your news in the same way. You're will, checking Twitter every morning. You're, I'll bet Nate the camera guy brushes his teeth about the same time every day. There you go. I bet he drives the same route to work. I bet he sees the same billboards. Maybe. 
Maybe he switches it up. I don't know. But I bet he stops at the same stoplights. And I bet his <laughs> blinkers on for the exact same amount of time. There you go. On average per day. So let's talk about. Well, let's talk about time spent in the car. Let's talk about radio. Okay. So so it's three times per program per week per TV. For TV minimum. If you can't afford that program three times a week, fifty two weeks, buy a cheaper program. Exactly. Yeah. Or radio. a smaller station. Or a smaller station. Right. Right. Smaller the one, station. The place that you the place that you can afford to be. Right. Consistently. Yeah. So radio. Mm-hmm. No, What's our minimum frequency for radio? Yes, this is tough. It's no for me. This is what this is how I found my winning combination. No less than mm. forty spots on the radio station between the hours of six a seven p Monday through Friday. Okay. You want to go for forty spots per week. So you're averaging eight spots a day between six a and seven p. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, radio you tend to buy in weekly frequencies mm-hmm. uh, versus per program because it's a smaller audience on radio. And it takes more exposures to reach that full listenership. So 40 spots a week. So multiply your rate. 35 to 40. Yep. If the rates are, you know, um, $20 a piece and mm-hmm. you're buying 40 a week, that's $800 a week times 52 weeks is somewhere around the neighborhood the of 40000 $40, or more. That's there your you annual go. budget. And you're going, am I going to spend that this year or can I not afford that? And if you can't afford that, just flat out. Buy a smaller radio station. If you're going, my budget's three times that much, maybe buy a more expensive, you know, radio station and then backfill with a smaller one mm-hmm. for your extra budget. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Um, if you can't afford that level of frequency every week of the year, um, pick cheaper programs, regardless of if they're less efficient. Yes. So efficiency, that thing we talked about, is good. You should rank them. But even if you've got a super expensive, really efficient program, you might be buying the second or third down that list to ensure you can reach the frequency. There you go. So we got all that math out of the way, and I promise that's as dorky as we're going to get for you guys today. That's that as nerdy. Um, <laughs> maybe rewind that and listen to it on half speed. Um, oh, no. Um, or send us a question if Don't there's something that, that we just didn't properly articulate there. Um, but... You can certainly get in the weeds on this stuff. Yes. You know, you really can. And that's why if you're doing this on your own and you're not working with a media buyer, mm. um, I've got some tips for you mm. on how to how to make this happen. Love it. Okay. You want to hear? Bring it on. You want to hear a couple? Okay. Bring it on. So one is you want to commit early. Mm. Um, so let's say you are, again, embarking on this journey of doing some tomorrow type of advertising and you're ready to finally invest in a television station or a radio station or that, that billboard mm. or whatever. You really want to try to get that, that commitment level that you're comfortable with. You want to get that to the partner by the end of December. Like if you can get all of this laid out by the end of December, I promise you this is going to work out better in your favor. And let yeah. me tell you why. Tell tell us why. I'll tell you why. Because this is how these media partners are getting compensated Mm. and they love commitment. And so they are loyal to people who commit to them. Mm. Um, They will take better care of you. You will be, let's talk about television in particular. If you put your schedule in, you know, by the end of the year, It's we're walking into a political year. Things are going to get crazy. You're going to hear words like preemptions and political ads and mm. all this stuff. And so your ad is going to be the last one to get kicked out mm. if you get this in early. So talk about getting kicked out. We're going into a political year. Mm-hmm. Talked about this a little bit last week. We were talking about should uh-huh, we get off uh-huh. traditional media and go to digital. Oh, yeah. So um, great episode, I think. That if, was. Yeah. That was a good one. You guys Such should listen to that. Yeah. So um, – this thing about getting kicked out, mm-hmm. the thing about 
broadcast advertising, be it TV, radio, even cable, and let's, I mean, even billboards. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a finite amount of space. There's only a certain amount of, of ad slots they're going to put in each program. Mm-hmm. And so let's just say that's 20. Mm-hmm. And let's say you're number three in because you placed in November of 2023 mm-hmm. for you know the year 24. You're like the third one in of that 20. Mm-hmm. Well, stations are required um, to take to, to to take more uh, to be fair to anybody. So right. the way if they fill all those 20 spots up, they have to give somebody else a chance to be in that program, but they can charge them sometimes double or triple. What that rate, especially Quadruple. when it comes, yeah, it can happen. There's a there's a thing called rate card, and they're they're usually there's in different tiers. tiers, yeah, yeah, one, two, three, four, and so when you're negotiating annually, you're buying and you're saying, hey, I like my chances because I'm planning this early. I'm going to buy at the lowest rate, and I'm going to lock that in for the entire year. Mm-hmm. Most stations will do that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm locking in that rate for the entire year, and then I'm doing it early. So anybody who comes in and says, ah, I'll pay, you know, double that. Well, you're way down the list of the ones that get kicked out. Mm-hmm. So exactly. you're getting the lowest rate, locking in now, mm-hmm. even for next November, December. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will say, if that's really big and scary to say, oh, I'm going to commit $100,000 to one station, um, the laws and rules and just frankly, just good relationship management with your station, they will let you move it around. Mm-hmm. Um, if something happens and you get in a cash crunch or whatever and you got to go, ah, I got to pull back for July and something like that, I'm going to add it into August, September, my busy mm-hmm. season. Not the best plan, but you're usually not contractually obligated to like that entire 12 months. There's a there's an opt-out period. You mm-hmm. might have to pay for, you mm-hmm. know, a month before they mm-hmm. let you taper off. But most are good at honoring what right. your needs are. Yeah, because that number's scary. That sounds like a mm-hmm. big, scary number. But Brandon's yeah. saying there are definitely ways that you can work around that if mm. crap hits the fan and you need to. But for the, for the love of like fairness and just good character... Plan to spend what you know you can plan to spend. Yes. And then you can add to it from there. Yes, Point absolutely. Point is, lock in the majority of your schedule, mm-hmm. your core buy, mm-hmm. that 80% of your buy mm-hmm. early. Yep. There you go. And so here's the other thing. Whenever you're a small business owner or even just my job, I get mm-hmm. I get overwhelmed with how many people try to get me to buy things every day. Oh, my goodness. Because I'm kind of the gatekeeper for my clients. And so mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, they run into Susie at the basketball game, they're like, oh, great. You should buy you should buy from my yeah. radio station. They'll say, oh, I'd love to, but um, talk to Megan. She's mm-hmm. our gal, and she knows uh, what we can and can't spend. So they come to me. And let me tell you, you cannot just buy from the person that you like the most. You have mm. to have a very, very clear understanding of the market, mm. of of the share of voice that that station represents. You yeah. have to know how many thousands of people or hundreds of people that this advertising is going to reach. There is a lot of things that go into this. So don't just buy from your favorite person or the person that has, yeah. you know, the Garth Brooks so. tickets or whatever. You you really... <laughs> <laughs> now, hold on. You had Garth Brooks tickets? <laughs> Nobody... <laughs> you have my attention. Listen, <laughs> listen, you have to buy off the numbers. I, you, you have to buy th- off the Man, numbers. that's a real thing. We've had... Um, so that's point number two, by the way. That was, that was my tip number two. Point number one is commit early. Point number two is buy on numbers, not necessarily relationships. Now, if the numbers are close, I will go with the one I like better. Oh, I'll go with the one that's easier to deal with. And some reps need to hear that, Mm -hmm. that. Because at the end of the day, it is a commodity. And so sometimes we don't actually go with the biggest station because they're jerks. We know <laughs> that everybody uh, has an audience. And so that's not always the winner. Yeah, Don't don't be a jerk. Be likable. Be serviceable. Mm-hmm. Be honest. Be honest about your yes. station strengths because we're going to mm-hmm. find out. And the 
the big dreamers of the Maven Marketing Podcast are going to find out if you're lying. Right. And uh, so just be honest. Tell them when your competitor is stronger in a certain area. Yes. Love it. So buy on numbers. Um, but I started on a different rabbit hole there. Uh, did you? I don't think so. Um, it was about Susie trying to sell her. Oh, people! You, yeah, you can't just you can't just buy from people. Oh, that I was you just like. saying we've had people offer to give our clients cruises. Oh um, yeah, and it's it's usually the underdog. Uh-huh. They know they're weak, and they know they they're afraid to show you the numbers instead uh-huh. of embracing their numbers and saying, uh-huh. "Yeah, I'm small, but you can afford to buy me really, really often." Mm-hmm. That's the play for a smaller station. If you're listening, um, mm. we would buy off of that. By the way, we don't always pick number one. Um, we sometimes pick number three if they're better in that way. Or but, if that's what our budget can allow. But they, they pull this smoke and mirror thing and they try mm-hmm. to give you all these freebies and they get you emotionally excited. And, you know, for that $5,000 the cruise cost, you could have put that in your pocket and bought your own cruise and then gotten, you know, 50% more yeah. of your media spend. So yeah. um, all that stuff. Okay, guys, this episode was getting long. Caleb was getting a little nervous, so we split it into two parts. Uh, we've covered uh, how to negotiate your media up front uh, by planning early, negotiating on numbers, uh, planning annually, asking for added value, and knowing your posting standards. Go back and listen to that. There's lots of stuff that will help you 5, 10, and 20 years from now buying media. Next week, we're going to talk about managing the ad spend after it's placed. Uh, Megan has some super cool tips, some insider stuff you're going to want to hear. So tune in next week for part two. And then, you know what? Uh, after these are all pasted together, we'll do a we'll do a version where it's the whole episode if you want to just listen to it straight through. Um, but we'll be back here next Monday and every Monday answering your real-life marketing questions because marketers who can't teach you why are just a fancy lie. Talk to you guys next week.